www.worshipministrycatalyst.com Worship Ministry Catalyst is a networking resource for all worship leaders and worship team members, serving as a catalyst to facilitate worship in the local church. Here we go. Hey. We're rolling. Rolling, rolling, rolling. Rolling, 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 rolling. <laughs> it's just fun to listen to. Yeah, why not? Yeah, why not? Why not? I was going to pull up the uh, the sound effects engine, but... Oh, yeah, so you could, like, throw in some... Some laughter. Some ha-ha. Yeah. Whatever. Some weird radio sounds. Why not? Yeah. But... Maybe maybe another time. We'll save that for later. Oh, for a rainy day. That that would be fun. Um, well, hey, how are you doing? I'm good. Yeah. I'm drinking my tea. You got tea in there, huh? Some tea, yeah. David is currently drinking tea from a mug that is plastered with pictures of his kids. Yes. Um, very cute, by the way. I might add, great I, pictures. I agree, they're cute. Great pictures. I bet you took them, or Becky took them, the pictures. Let's see, I took some of them, Becky took some of them. They look nice. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, I, I've noticed for a while uh, those, well, they aren't new anymore, but the pictures of Henry and Hannah behind you, very cute. Thank you. Uh, I, I first noticed it like four or five months ago. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it was it was well before Easter, but I uh, I never said anything until now. I happen to think my kids are cute. I think they're cute, too. So. Hannah, she's adorable. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Melanie was over at their house. Or no. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Melanie was over at your guys' house. Uh, my wife was hanging out with David's wife. And um, uh, Hannah was just so sweet with Callie. I guess Callie was kind of having an off day that day, apparently. And she well, was like, I guess Henry was having an off day, too. Okay, well, there we go. Both our kids were having <laughs> off days. But apparently, uh, as Melanie tells the story, uh, Han- or sorry, Callie was just whining about everything and wasn't getting her way and just kind of throwing a, a fit about the littlest things. And I guess Hannah was being so sweet with her and Hannah was like trying to, okay, Callie, let's play this and, you know, you can share with this. And so. Well, that's all offset by my kid hitting your baby. Oh yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that Henry hit Haley. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't, don't you love know. kids? Yeah. Uh, well, well, Becky, Becky had come over, um, to our house, uh, a couple months ago and, uh, and, and they were hanging out and everything. And so, yeah, it was like, well, Hey, you know, let, let's go over to David's house and, or Becky's house, I guess, I guess it's both your house. Yeah. We, we both live there together. (laughs) Your name is both on the, you know, both on the lease or mortgage or paperwork, whatever. Do you remember buying buying a house and all the papers you had to sign. That's ridiculous. So it's scary too. 
I know. Did during, you read every single name, word? Well, not every word. But, Me either. The um, first time I, the first time I really tried, like the first <laughs> house we bought, I was really trying. Like, I, if I'm signing something here, I want to know what I'm signing. Yeah, but yeah, after about like you know, after about like forty documents, you you can only read so much. Right. But anyway, the point I'm making, you know, we um, six months ago, we you know finally bought a house in Vancouver. Great house, love it, super exciting. Um, and it just, it just struck me though, as we were signing all the closing papers, it, it just struck me how, uh, how, how much we are putting our names down like forever in the record books. Hey, we've got a, we've got a visitor on the podcast Todd, right now. No way. How's it going, man? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. What are you up to? We'll be right back after this. <laughs> all right. We're back. Yeah. Sorry about that. Todd Olson. It's real life around here. That was great. I haven't seen Todd in a long time. Yeah, Todd. Uh, Todd does sound for us. You've worked with him in the past. Yeah, uh, yeah. He, he used to help out with our band, and I knew him uh, from way back in the day at Crossroads. And uh, uh, really cool, really cool stuff. Good yeah. guy. It's so, good seeing him. So anyway, I think God intervened on our podcast there, so we wouldn't, you know, be talking about how bad, I, at least how bad I'm doing as a parent. Oh, my right. kid whacking <laughs> infants in the face. Uh, but but that, I'm not going to claim any any uh, gold medal on parenting. I'm, you know what? That, that's that's part of life, though, isn't it? It like is. Kids. Sometimes you just get hit in the face. Kids. So. Kids are kids. Yeah. You know, it's like you, you can't get mad at a two year old for acting like a two year old. You know. True. Act your age. I am. <laughs> um, that's what two year olds do. Well, hey, let's get into it because I really got to get moving here soon. We're going to get right into it and we're going to get through this chapter this time. We are. Maybe we'll even end a little early. We'll put chapter eight to rest. Maybe we will do it. All right. Free for all songwriting. Free for all. I don't even know what that means. Uh, Sometimes it's easier to settle differences of opinion when you have three writers rather than only two. So if you thought co-writing with someone else was hard... Try to bring three people in the mix. Um, <laughs> I don't know. So both David and I shared in the last episode how neither of us have actually co-written a song with another person. Um, I've gotten critique and I've gotten suggestions on stuff. Yep. But I've but it's always been my prerogative. Right. But it's not like that's different, you know. It's not like well, and, and you know, I've had a couple people in in my worship ministry say, "Hey, you know, he, here's a song that I've kind of worked on, and I've 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 worked on the song with them and give them ideas or suggestions." But I wouldn't call it co-writing, right? It, it, it's not like we sat down, and we're like, "Hey, let's write a song." It, it's like, "Hey, Kevin, here's the song I wrote. What do you think?" And I'm like, "Okay, well, maybe change this chord. Um, maybe you know, the melody doesn't work that you know, so." Anyway, yeah, doing doing three. So here's what they say. Um, they say get several talented people together, uh, maybe a band or even a class, and try writing a song together just for an experiment. Uh, so basically this would be the equivalent of like getting one of your worship teams and and coming together and saying, hey, guys, let's let's do a song. Let's let's do a, a Laurelwood Baptist Church song. Mm-hmm. Well, it, it happens all the time. I mean, how often do you read a lyric and see more than one name right. under author? You know, like Chris Tomlin's written songs with a bunch of people. Yeah, Paul's with, written with songs band. with a lot of people. Yep. Stephen Curtis Chapman's written songs with a lot of people. And it's like, yeah, Stephen Curtis Chapman has collaborated a ton with like uh, uh, Jeff um, um, 
Foxworthy? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jeff Moore. That's the name yes. I was looking for. Jeff Moore. Yeah, Jeff Moore. More recently, like with Casting Crowns. I guess he discovered mm-hmm. them, which I didn't Jeff know. Jeff Moore did? No, Stephen Curtis Chapman oh. did. Discovered well, Casting Crowns, yeah. Wow. Michael Levy Smith collaborates a lot with yeah. uh, with other people. Uh, Paul Balash and Michael Levy Smith have done some songs together. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, A New Hallelujah, that's a that's a Paul Balash, Michael Levy Smith song. Um, and Lincoln Brewster and Paul Balash. Yep. Paul has like, collaborated with everybody, I, know. I think. He really has. Well, and I, I think his personality and some of those personalities, you know, lean towards collaboration a yeah, little yeah, more. Yeah, yeah uh, Today is the Day. Um, that's a Paul Balash, Lincoln Brewster. Um, mm-hmm. Paul Balash and Matt Redman, greater song. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's. All right. Sorry about that. Garage Band. Disc is too slow air. Whoops. Anyway, we're talking about all the people that collaborate with everyone yeah. and how hard it would be. <laughs> so. Apparently not as hard as recording this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there. Yeah. All right. But, well, uh, hey, let, let's keep going through this chapter. Yeah, we're almost done. This is the last section. Building your craft. To recap, there are four disciplines for a songwriter. Listen, analyze, write, rewrite. Mm. Listen, analyze, write, write rewrite. rewrite. Yeah, and... All pretty self-explanatory. Listen, you know, you, you want to be someone who listens to different music. Don't, uh, don't just think that you'll be magically inspired. Um, you know, I mean, the spirit of God works in mysterious ways, but sometimes we need to, you know, be practical. You know, yep. analyze. I was doing this just the other day with um, who was it? Oh, um, from the August Rush soundtrack. I know I've talked about that before. Yeah. But um, Jonathan Riz Meyer or something like that. I can't tell if he's just an actor that sang on that recording or if he's an artist, but he doesn't have any other CDs out. But anyway, cool progressions going on and yeah. and those songs on that Inter- Interesting FYI here. Um, uh, the, uh, uh, the Recording Industry Association of America polled um, all these, you know, famous legendary songwriters like Paul McCartney, Brian Wilson asked them what they thought the greatest song of the 20th century was. And the song was Over the Rainbow, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, which, yeah, you wouldn't think. I, I don't know if that would be my first thought, but, um, boy, when you analyze that song, right, when you analyze it, you're like, hey, there's some really cool things happening there. Mm-hmm. Very creative, very melodic, very mm-hmm. moving, compelling. Mm-hmm. So, writing... Write and keep writing and keep writing. And rewrite. Listen, analyze, write, and rewrite. Which, you know, we've talked about it a lot. In practice, I think it gets harder than than in theory. But, like, you know, imagine how good we would all be if we all wrote a few minutes a day. Yeah. And if we just took 15 minutes or half an hour and worked on a lyric or just tried to come up with a, just a verse... Yeah. Even just a random verse that you might not ever use. Yeah. But just like, you know, just take 15, 20 minutes, write out a verse and call it good. You know, over time, I think that would impact your ability to create a holistic lyric in a in a good way. So I think so. Rewrite. To recap, 
A successful worship song will be scriptural, universal, emotional, uplifting, fresh and original, simple, built on a strong hook, repetitive, predictable, in the common range, melodically interesting, harmonically simple, but colorful, easy to sing, easy to learn, easy to remember, hard to forget. We covered that in a different chapter. That's why I didn't. I just rushed over real quick. <laughs> yeah, that, that was pretty fast. <laughs> All the elements will work together to make the feeling of the message come alive. Obviously, what we're talking about here. Uh, you you can't just have an interesting melody and and think all right cool I got I got the world's best song. You can't just even have a scriptural song and say boom it's solid. You got to have all these kind of tied together. It has to be scriptural. It also has to be you know it also has to be simple. It has to be fresh. It has to be easy to sing. Easy. It's got to have all this stuff in it. Mm-hmm. That's what good songs are made out of. That's what makes a successful song anyway. There you go. So we end this chapter, chapter eight how to stimulate creativity they ask the question how do i know when my song is really ready that's a good question how do i know when it's ready Um, i think the adage that i i've read this on some like recording websites is that you know when they're talking about mixing mixing a project they say you're never finished mixing a project you're just you just stop (laughs) you you just had to call it good at some point yeah it's true. I remember recording the Forgiven Much album. We were never like totally happy with it, mm-hmm. but at some point you got to say, well, you know, we've run out of time or we're right. out of money. Right. That, that was the case for us. It's like, well, we're out yeah. of money. So and I think the same thing is true for, for writing a song. You know, there's always a tweak that you can make. You know, you could run it by, you know, 10 different people and all 10 of them will have different suggestions and they could all be good suggestions. But at some point... You have to decide, no, it is as it is. I'm not going to make any more changes. Yep. So it ends, you will know your song is ready when it's the best you can make it. Don't be an early settler. Polish, repolish your song. Hone it, distill it, until you're sure there's nothing more you can add, nothing you can take away. And like you said, at some point you just say, hey, this is the song. And it may not be perfect. You you may always think, ah, oh, I wish... You know, maybe maybe this could have been changed. Maybe this could have been changed, and that might just be the perfectionist inside of you. Yeah. So. And I'm gonna read this uh, this one section here. Um, oh. Be so convinced of the power of your gift that you dedicate yourself to the work of excellence. No negligence. No second best. Of course, your song may not be perfect. In fact, sometimes it may not work at all. That's all right. Put it aside and try again. But even a fail, a fail, failure. But even a failure should always be the best you can do with that song. Hmm. I like that. No, no negligence, no second best. Dedicate yourself to the work of excellence. That's good. It's good stuff. Good stuff. All right, we're out of time. Well, we're not out of time, but we're wrapping it up early. <laughs> I'm out of time. <laughs> so, um, Worship Ministry Catalyst. You can find us online, worshipministrycatalyst.com. You can join our social network, worshipministrycatalyst. Ning. Dot com and you can always send us an email to David com. Kevin at WorshipMinistryCatalyst.com. And we'd love to hear from you. Give us any feedback you have. And we'll talk to you again later. Bye.